This season on American Horror Story, a horror story set in America. Get it? LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens! That was unnecessary. This is LIW American Horror Story Review. I'm Phoenix West. Today's episode is episode 17 of this show. Episode 605, chapter 5 of that show. The, it's always confusing when you, type, when you number your uh, review show, and then the numbers are all in the actual show that you're reviewing. Anyway, who gives a shit? So this one starts off with the uh, world's, maybe the world's worst actress of all time. I'm not sure. I don't quite know what she's doing. I think they're going for you're supposed to be a an, an historian. Um, I hate that it's an a historian, a historian. It's it's like hour. It should be a hour, not an hour. Anyway, whoa, got way off topic there really quickly, and I'm off. So um, she's supposed to be an an historian. Ah, oh, damn, fucking hate that. That really bothers me. So, but she's. So I think they went, hey, you're supposed to be a bad, bad actress because you're not really an actress. You're just an historian. So act stiff and, and very professional. You, that's how you're going to act. And, but, it, but it comes across as in, thir- in 1700, the house was built, and then it was, it was there. And it comes across as, wow, you can't act at all, lady. Why are you on a TV show on, on primetime television? I don't fucking understand it. Anyway, she's describing the house, and she says, Edward Philippe, Philippe Mott, by, he, he, basically he built the house, and it kind of shows the flashbacks where Edward buys every single painting at this auction, and then I was like, oh, finally, Evan Peters is here. He has to be in every season. He, I don't care if he's in a small role like he was in season two. He has to be in every season. Even if it's just a picture of him, I don't give a shit. He has to be. Anyway, the house is being built, the house that the main story sit in. Um, he's got a servant who is also his lover, which is very complicated and it sounds very frustrating for him because he gets yelled at and then he gets kissed and groped and it's very confusing. It's a very abusive relationship. He, they're talking about how they're building tunnels underneath the house and it, he says, build the tunnels for, uh, bandits for when bandits get here to take the artwork. And I was like, you're building tunnels to help the bandits take your work? What? Take the art? I don't understand. Then he realized, oh, he means... So we can take the artwork out of here for when bandits show up. I was like, that was very strange the way they worded it. I don't know why that's mostly on me more so than the show. I'll I'll accept that, but that was very confusing to me. Anyway, the um the house is being built. Like I said, um, they're inside. They have gay bath sex. Um, they're they're gay. Not the the bath isn't gay. Although I guess if it's you know a bath and it's filled with two gay men, it's a, that makes it a gay bath, right? I don't know if. Um, baths have, you know, sexual identities. Anyway, the um, afterwards, they, Edward goes out into the living room to look at his artwork. It's all gone. And all the paintings are cut out of their frames, basically. Um, like, like, a, like a heist movie. They're all cut out. Just hazardly. They're not, like, trying to, <laughs> trying to maintain the artwork. They're just like, I'll use a knife and I'll cut the fucking painting out of the frame. He uh, brings everybody into the room. He accuses everybody. He goes insane. He throws a little hissy fit. I don't know why they take his, I guess when, I don't understand it when it's just, he doesn't have guards, he doesn't have, 
people helping him other than you, and he's telling you to get into a cellar, then lock yourself in or lock your friends in there. I'd be like, oh no, this is where we this is where we part ways, my, my good sir. I would not. There's so many of them, and he's a tiny little man with no real um, defenses or no no way to cause you harm other than he won't pay you. But who gives a shit? You're probably fucking slaves at this time, so fucking kill the guy. I don't understand. Whatever. I I I, I guess that's not really the point of the scene. I guess so. He kisses everybody, like I said. He puts his servants down into the cellar, the root cellar, which is where we see um, the one guy later on in the camera. He throws an apple in there for him, which we saw earlier when Matt was uh, banging the horse, Lady Gaga. So uh, later on, Edward Edward wakes up. He goes downstairs. He goes outside. Um, the butcher is there. She has his men. It's a really brutal scene where she they have her. She has them put a wooden spike through his chest, and he's like, oh, and I was like, oh my god. Like his chest slash stomach area from behind, so you just see it come out the front of him, and then they just walk forward. These guys, and then they walk him into the fire, and I'm like, "That's fucking clever." I don't care if it's stupid or if it's what this or that. It's brutal, yes, but it's also like I'm like staring at it like, "Wow, that's really clever." That's that's a interesting way to do it. So they, need to, they just stop, they stop and they stand there, and he's just burning to death. But they're at a safe distance at distance at that point. It's much easier than throwing him in there and hoping he doesn't run out. Clever. I'll give him that. So, his um, so he's he's dead. Basically, is what I'm saying. He's um, and the the historian talks, and she says like his servant escaped, but was arrested for his murder. Uh, because and they never found his body, obviously, and he never told anybody about the servants. So then they open up the thing, and they find all these bones in there. Uh, that's the end of the uh, terrible historian actress. She's probably never gonna work again in her career. So, I don't know. I would love it if I found out she's like an amazing accomplished actress like uh, Meryl Streep or something. I just never fucking heard of her. And she's just really doing a really good character. She's really doing a good character of a bad actress trying to do an impression of a historian, which is like so many layers deep. It's like Inception. Um, it's like the new Westworld show. It's just layers and layers. And you're like, what the fuck? Wait, what am I doing? What am I doing? Um, so the family goes to leave the house. Our, our main family, Shelby, Lee, and oh, Lee's not there. And Matt, she'll be Matt. The they're going to leave. They have Flora now. Because she ran into the house in Lenny the last episode. Um, they get randomly attacked by the fucking Grudge. I, I think it's supposed to be the one of the girls from that Japanese family that got killed. Japanese, Chinese. I forget. I'm not. I, I know. I know the difference between them. I'm. I'm just really trying to remember which one it was. I can't remember. You don't see them again, so I don't really have anything to use. So I don't have a reason to be racist. Which one was that? I don't really. Really don't remember. I just mentioned it in the last episode where they came from, and I forgot. Um, anyway, I'm guessing Japanese because the grudge attacks them. And she's literally crawling and like... You hear like... You hear like bones cracking, and you hear like... That shit. And it's like, this is just the grudge. You're not even making anything new. It's it's not stupid like the fucking pig head guy. Where it's like, oh, you just put a pig, pig head on a guy and then had him run around. This is literally just taking a, a a monster, I guess you call it, uh, because humans don't walk that way. This is literally taking a monster from a different proprietor, uh, different property. Oh, I can't speak. I'm so angry. This is just it's like if they put Freddy Krueger in there, it'd be just as the fucking same. The only thing is, 
Freddy Krueger's got all these like trademark things with the, the knife and the hat and the sweater. The grudge is just a, a Japanese girl folded over and walking around upside down, kind of, and like, ah, like kind of spider like going up the wall. This is just that. They just took it. They fucking stole it, and it's not original at all. And I wish they would just come out and say, hey, we're sorry about that, or hey, we shouldn't have done that, or hey, we got the rights to it. Either one of those would be fine. So basically, I'm saying one way or the other, do something. Because it wasn't cool. It was just clearly the grudge. Anyway, they uh, they run upstairs, and they get her back. And the grudge thing was completely pointless, because all it did was take the girl upstairs, in which they just got her right back. And then they go back downstairs. And I was like, that wasn't... Completely unnecessary, other than creep factor, because this is why I call this show spooky, spooky. Because it's just like, here's here's our scene. But can we have something spooky, spooky come out and spook them? Because we have nothing happening in the scene other than that, so we have to add something, right? I mean, I mean, it, oh, it doesn't add anything to the story, to the overall story. You know, you know what? Go ahead and put the spooky, spooky in there anyway. It won't matter. Nobody will care. That's what this show should be called: spooky, spooky. It won't matter. Nobody cares. So. Edward finds them, the ghost of Edward, that is. Um, he takes them down the tunnels, and he's, he's like, why, why should we trust you? He's like, I moved here to get away from everybody. I don't like people, okay? So all I want is my solitude. I could hardly suffer three more souls. And it's, it's this great scene where you're like, oh, he's fucking serious. He really doesn't want you to die here. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. Um, they get to the end, and basically they're immediately captured by the Hicks, taken back to their to the barn, which is where they found that kid, those kids suckling on the fucking dead pig. This show's all about pigs. I notice Elias is on a table. Um, they pulled the arrows out of him. He's got one leg gone, and I think maybe an arm. I don't know, and he's, like, begging them for death. Uh, Mama Polk comes out. Polk, P-O-L-K. She comes out, and it's Frances Conroy from season one and two. And she and season three. Yeah, she has the, the bright red hair, the curly hair. And she's back which is always great to see her. She's one of my favorites. She's a cannibal hick in this one because they're eating Elias. She takes a bite of him. She's like, eh, rancid. I like my meat sweet. So they fucking kill Elias in the, in the head to death, all the way to death. That's right. They killed him all the way. Not a little. Anyway, they take him with them. Um, Lee is questioned by the cops, and then they release her because it's sort of a 24-hour thing, which I'll trust them. I trust shows, and they do that shit because I'm like, I don't feel like knowing that stuff. So you you tell me that, I'll believe you. That's that's how it is. She could be like, well, you know, I I know I've, I'm a cop, so I know after 24 hours, if you if you don't admit to the crime, um, they send you to space until you admit to it. And I'd be like, yeah, that's that's must be what we do. That the TV show said so. This TV show is just completely grounded in reality, has pigmen and cannibals and ghosts, is completely correct then. I believe you. I have no reason not to. In the back of the truck with the Hicks, Matt wrestles the gun away from one of the Hicks. It shoots the passenger in the truck, and he kicks one of the, the other Hick off the back of the truck. And then the truck crashes, and then they... I guess it kills the driver, doesn't it? Because Mama Polk is in the passenger seat. And then... um they get out, and they run a whole fucking 10 feet away from the truck. I don't know why they don't keep running. I don't know why they don't kill the, the, the other two hicks that are still alive. I don't know why they don't do a lot of things. Kill the hick and then take the truck. I don't know. Anything would be better than what they do, which is run 10 feet away and hide below a, in a below some tree roots or something like that, <laughs> some stupid. The place you always get caught in movies. Anyway, their phone starts to go off because Lee just got out of, out of I almost said prison, out of uh, the interrogation room. And then it gives away where they are. The hick with the gun shows up, obviously, because they didn't do anything about it. Um, Mama grabs them. Matt's like, I'll do whatever you want. Just 
do whatever you want to me. I won't run. And then she smashes Shelby's ankle to pieces. Just like a brutally, <laughs> her ankle is fucking done. Done for. Dunzo. Uh, man. Oh, Shelby screams for a long time. And I picture the actress, uh, Sarah Paulson, just being like, hey, guys, on set, this is going to be very, very annoying. I want you to know that right now. I'm going to be screaming really loudly and high-pitched, so just get used to it. Let's just get this over as quickly as possible. I just picture, like, whenever annoying things have to happen, just kind of warning everybody so they don't hate you. Because <laughs> if you were the sound guy, you're like, oh, she's screaming so loud. You would, And you know, you're like, this is part of the script, I realize, but I'm still, like, a little resentful toward this actress right now. I've been on movie sets before where you're like, holy shit, I hate this girl. But you're like, she's totally doing the thing you're hiring her to do. But anyway, the... Um, Wes Bentley is there. They're all outside. Um, I forgot to mention something. They, the Hicks bring the uh, family back to the butcher. They bring her back. They make some sort of deal where they bring them all the humans, um, and then they don't kill the Hick family, the Polks. So they let them live there in exchange for like their services, and that's fine. That usually happens. It's like a vampire movie where they have that one person who helps them, and they're like, "We'll turn you eventually," and they do all this shit. They never ever once get turned. Never once. So the um, they're about to kill the family. Um, the butcher's like, ah, I'm going to kill you. Ah, ah. And Wes Bentley's like, no! And then smashes the butcher in the fucking head. And then he grabs her. I don't know how he picks her up because she weighs, got to be three times more than him. He's tiny and she's Kathy Bates. She's not fat, fat Kathy Bates anymore. She looks good now, but she's way bigger than he is. Um, because he's so tiny. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be mean to Kathy Bates because I do love her. She's not fat, fat. Trust me. I would say if she was, because I called Lady Gaga a fucking horse face. I don't, I'm ruthless. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Back off. I'm, I'm thug, okay? He picks her up, walks into the fire, and then they just burn. I don't, I don't understand this scene. Because, are they super ghosts now? How do you kill a ghost? Can a ghost kill a ghost? Is, is Wes Bentley gone now? Um, if you burn a ghost, they just become super ghosts, I would think, right? They just go to second layer of ghosthood. They they get promoted, I would think. Or are they weaker now? I don't. Are they are they stronger now? Or are they weaker now? You could again tell me one, and I'll believe you. I'll just totally believe you. It's like it's like saying the cops would do that, and I I would totally okay. I'm on board. She's a super ghost. But then what would stop them from just killing each other over and over and becoming super ghosts? I would think they would have to become weaker, right? It's the only way that would make sense. Otherwise, you would just hey, can you kill me? And then when I come back, I'll kill you. And then you come, and we'll just be like super ghosts, super, super, super ghosts, the, the supreme ghosts when we get back. And you just keep doing that forever and ever. And anyway, um, so um, Edward releases them from their bondage, and then they all escape the hicks and stuff. They get, by, because the pig man goes after them, and then Lee hits them with their car. They all get in Lee's car and drive off. And as they're driving away, there's an amazing shot of the butcher, Kathy Bates, on fire, running after them. It is so fucking cool looking. And they got like does a flicker thing and goes to the like commercial break. And then um Shelby's dream. She's they're in the hotel room after. They have they've escaped the land. They're ha- she's having a, a dream where she opens the door at the hotel and the butcher stabs her in the fucking head. And then she's like, I still can't get away from that dream. I still can't. I can't I have it every night or something like that. And I I can't escape it, even with meditation. Yoga. I'm like, yoga is your fucking job. I I don't know why you think when your job is to meditate and do yoga, I don't think it's gonna fucking help you. You're you're supposed to use yoga to relax every once in a while. 
When you do it all day as a living, it stops being so special. I wonder why. It's like how hookers aren't like, I want to go have a relationship and like have lots of sex with my boyfriend. No, they're, they're just, that's their job. They don't, it's why maids have probably terribly dirty houses and, and financial people have terrible debt. Uh, those are all just guesses, I'm assuming. And, uh, so anyway, the end, of, the end of the episode just happened where she has a dream and then she's still alive. The family gets away. They're all like, I can't believe, I can't explain half the shit that's happened in my life. And I'm like, is it fucking over? What the fuck is this? Like, what are we watching? It's so it's end of episode five out of a 12 or 13 episode season. And the families, our main characters are gone now. Everyone else is dead back at the house. Everyone who we knew before, um, Elias is dead. Uh, Cricket's dead. Um, Lee's with them, so they're all gone. The whole fam- fucking family's gone. So who's who's alive? The fucking Polk family, who I don't give a shit about. The fucking cannibals, that's it. I don't know what the fuck we're watching now. I don't know why. Is it over? Are we done? Something's got to happen. I know what it is because I've seen episode six. That's as far as I've gotten so far. But the point is, this is a little weird because they're just like, oh, I guess we're done with the show at episode five out of 12 or 13. It's, just, it's, it's an odd spot to be in. Anyway. That's the end of the episode, and it takes an abrupt shift after this episode. So, guys, go to liwstudios.com. All the shows are on there. liwstudios.com or loitingwonderland.com, whatever you remember easier. Um, and then make sure, this is important. Um, if you're not going to do the Satchel Podcast Player, then donate. I understand. I, I know you're a selfish motherfucker. I get it. I'm fine with that. I really do. So, go to iTunes whatever you find this show, whatever you got, and rate and review this show, hopefully positively. If you're going to give me a negative review, why are you this far along in the season and the show, this specific show? You're you're 17 minutes and 40 seconds into this fucking show, and you're now going to give me a bad review? That's a little strange. Why'd you get this far in? Anyway, um, big the, the main thing I want to ask you to do is go to YouTube slash Loitering Wonderland, youtube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland, and please subscribe. I really would appreciate that. There's a lot of great videos we make on there. America, She Movie Showdown, Nick Cage Cast, and Hack from the Future. All great shows. We're, we're, gonna, we're starting to do more and more and more. Um, I appreciate it, guys. So until next time, and in the meantime, go subscribe. And I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens of Roanoke.